0: it's get cynical we're back season two episode six and i think i might have been dreading this one a bit more than um shane dawson i think i actually like now that i think about it like i was more scared of this one than shane because you know shane is bad but i i have nightmares recurring fucking nightmares about this motherfucker this goddamn <laughs> piece of shit toby turner fucking yep. Tobuscus. Mm-hmm. I can remember the fucking day my cousins brought in their goddamn iPod Touch. He's like, "Hey Spencer, <laughs> check this out," and they showed me the Assassin's Creed literal trailer. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I can still hear the <laughs> just over and over. I can fucking hear that shit in my head, and like I have like I have sort of like a fight or flight goddamn reaction whenever I hear. No, get biscuit nugget in a biscuit or whatever goddamn bullshit this guy thinks is funny like it it, i i really at least with shane dawson you know i never had to fucking see him do blackface but (laughs) tobuscus man tobuscus was everywhere oh yeah did you did you did you have any experience with him
1: (laughs) yeah this is like the first guy this season i think that i like was really into I loved the Assassin's Creed, the literal trailers where he would like make up lyrics that just said what was going on in the trailer to the music of the trailer for like, you know, video games. And I I was all over those. I don't remember being as into like his other stuff. We watched some other videos that he did when it is in and I have no memory of them. I think it was just that I really liked Assassin's Creed. (laughs) Yeah. And that got me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this I have I have memories of him and then later on i had different different memories of him based on some stuff that happened
0: yep yep i i'm trying i'm trying to figure this out but uh yeah no the the whole literal trailers thing came from like it's kind of a spinoff of literal music videos where someone would like overdub uh someone would like fucking overdub music videos and then kind of commentate what's going on. I just remember like there was like one for uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. That wasn't the first one, I don't think. I think the first one was about Take On Me, but I saw the Never Gonna Give You Up one and it was all just like like a stream of consciousness of just like the most like offensive shit you've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's just like comparing the dancing in it to like fucking Michael J. Fox with Parkinson's. That's just, that's what my memory comes back to it. But yeah, Toby... Toby took that fucking wave and rode it into the goddamn sun, and did it on all the fucking games that like the most, you know, ADD-addled kids in your fucking math class loved, like you know, Clash of Clash of Clans or whatever. So he 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 absolutely rode that shit to the moon. But before we actually talk about Toby, I uh, we have a we have like an emergency report. You know, <laughs> it's like a like a. You know, it's like when the fucking National Weather Service broadcasts that there's gonna be a tornado touching down. I got information about a week or so ago that um what is it, uh recurring troublemaker of the show, Lindsay Ellis, posted <laughs> a posted a like paste bin type thing about how she's leaving video making. Um and I was like, Oh shit, I need to see this like, you know, <laughs> It's like, it's like when your favorite artist drops an album, you just got to drop everything and get right into it. <laughs> but, um, uh, we, I went, I went down and looked at it. And Esther, you wanted to just do like a standalone bonus on it, but I read it and I was like, this is not worth it. <laughs> this is.
1: I hadn't finished reading it when I said that. I saw the title and I said that, and then I kept reading, and I agreed with you that it is really sad. Uh, yeah, and, like deeply pathetic and it made me angry and we're going to talk about it but it
0: it is really vile yeah it is really vile but the thing is is that it's so like sad like just genuinely kind of just like sad to read that i i didn't want to do an own do like an entire episode on it because that that would really just feel like we did an episode like on her dog dying or something like that. That would, I don't, <laughs> I don't want this to just be like the fucking, you know, like, like lol cow shit or whatever, you know, we're talking about internet history or whatever. And I, I know that we make fun of people like Lindsay because, you know, she's, she's awful, but I also don't want us to be like the people who are like, have triangulated fucking Chris, Chris Chan's house or whatever. So I, yeah. I don't want it to be like that, but, um, So she posted this very, very long fucking essay about how uh, she has post-traumatic stress disorder from, um, what is it? From her mentions. From her mentions, yeah. From, like, you know, K-pop fans threatening to kill her or whatever.
1: Because of Raya the Last Dragon, remember. Yeah, Yeah. because of
0: Raya the Last Dragon. She has post-traumatic stress disorder from it. And uh she's like can't do video making anymore. She can't like you know. She's just like I'm done with making videos. I'm done with all this shit. uh I don't know what her career is going to be anymore. She seems to not know either. But uh yeah, she she seems to be at least what's
1: going to be her YA books, right?
0: YA books. She yeah, has that
1: whole yeah yeah yeah. New yeah, York Times bestsellers. Like I think she's that's gonna
0: be not a bad books. hustle. That's not about hustle at all. I think I it's would a fucking... Great, it's a route. much
1: more dangerous... It's like, you know, if if doing YouTube is like walking on a, a tightrope, then writing YA books is like walking on a tightrope and, you know, over a pit of alligators. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's way yeah. more dangerous.
0: Now that I think about it, this shit, like, this whole feud probably wouldn't have even happened if, like, she wasn't a YA author. Like, <laughs> the fact that she kind of dipped her toes into that, like, yeah, she probably made a lot of money, but, like, if you've ever read about young adult drama... I think we might have to do a whole fucking season on, like, you know, young adult shit and its interaction with the internet.
1: It's chilling. Mm -hmm. It's horrifying.
0: Not just, like, young adult in particular, but, like, the way it kind of interacts with the internet. It's, like, it's, like, reading about, like, you know, cartel decapitation videos. Just, like, it's, it sends a shiver down your spine just seeing how much, like, the worst people in the world get to control this massive industry. But... Uh yeah, she posted this very long message about how like she she still like is really down about how everything that's happened and uh she doesn't like being in the public eye anymore. Um most of it is just like that kind of like I'm kind of done I can't deal with this anymore shit. Uh I I I can't I can't without being a hypocrite make fun of that because I too alternate between being on Twitter and then just kind of retweeting into the wilderness to take uppers and go insane, but <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't really bash her for that, Esther. You can if you want to, but like I, I, in I, in good conscience, has to respect someone who uh, who doesn't like being online.
1: That, well, thank you for that great setup. First of all, um, second, <laughs> second of all, no, this is a you know, I, 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 I get where you're coming from. I will say that I do think this piece is like just absolutely like viciously disgusting in like the yeah. fucking pity party shit. The way it- That
0: part is true. I'm yeah. just saying as someone as someone who someone who's given themselves like schizophrenia from looking at Twitter. I I I kind of respected respected <laughs> the desire to become a monk.
1: That's fine, no, listen, but you don't like you didn't write a a fucking you know three page essay about how you're just like Isabel Fall because people said something about your take on a disney movie um yep yeah it's it's hideous this whole this whole thing is hideous, and the uh, yeah.
0: The Isabel Fall stuff, there were two parts of this that, like, most of this was just like, well, you know, this is, like, narcissistic and weird, but, like, you know, whatever, it's it's what it is, but the two things that fucking, like, actually made me angry were, one, the Isabel Fall thing, comparing yourself as, like, a fucking, like, you know, like, pretty well-to-do cis woman online who's had an online career for, like, you know, a fucking decade and comparing yourself to Isabel Fall because a bunch of 14-year-olds with, you know, self-diagnosed Kleinefelter syndrome are calling you a racist. Like, (laughs) comparing your shit to, like, the continuing fucking, like, smear campaign on Isabel Fall is so reprehensible. It's, like, it's such a... It's such just, like, appropriating, like, you know, one of the very few cases of, like, internet harassment that's, like, genuinely, like, evil and worrying. And then, like, it's like, well, I suffered that, too, you know? People were mean to me because I'm annoying sometimes. Like, that 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 is just disgusting.
1: And, you know, th- that's, that's basically the only thing I really wanted to say about this. Um, except also for, if you haven't read the short story... The Ones Who Walk Away From Omelas by Ursula K. Le Guin. It's really good. I don't know what the fuck it has to do with this post at all. Um, oh. Like, <laughs> if you haven't well, read. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, the Isabel th- Fall thing obviously fucking bothered me. Like, that, That like, was obviously pretty evil. But the part that really, like, made me mad, like, the part that I thought was, like, genuinely repulsive was where her comparing herself to Britney Spears. Yes. Like, I'm not even. I'm not even like a. I'm not even like a fucking you know annoying thirty six year old who's like oh toxic is such a bop or whatever. Like I don't even really like that song. But what Britney Spears has like suffered for like the past like twenty years of her life is insane. Yeah. It's like <laughs> she, literal, she wasn't just allowed torture. to
1: vote. Like she wasn't allowed to yeah. use any of her own. Money. She was like genuinely being fucking like held captive. Yeah, Um, no,
0: she's, like, a fucking, like, in, like, the, in the movie Room, basically, for the past, like, fucking 20 years of her life. Like, it, Britney Spears, you know, regardless of how much wealth she has, she has a pretty legitimate claim to having probably, like, permanent post-traumatic stress disorder shit, where, like, she, like, Lindsay just, like, kind of compares herself to this, like, well, we're both well-off white woman, but I suffered, you know, it's like, I mean, yeah, it sucks to have fucking people on the internet get mad at you, but, like, It's not the same at all. It's not like you weren't you weren't literally fucking held prisoner unless there's something about Doug Walker that I don't know. (laughs) Like you're not literally which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. You're not being fucking held in like a red room and like, you know, being being made like as an, an industry slave. Whereas, you know, you just got people got mad at you once. Yeah. And she kind of addresses this, like, talking point, too. She said, oh, that's Boomer bootstraps mentality. It's like, well, what's the fucking alternative? Like, what's the fucking alternative? At some point, you just have to grow a thicker skin or bow out. You just kind of have to like if if, I'm sorry, if you're online, if you're any type of if you have any type of fucking public recognition, you need to have a thick skin. That's not fucking boomer. You know, oh go to a go to a restaurant and start sweeping shit like no, that's that's literally just a goddamn fact of life because the alternative is just being neurotic and coddled and insisting that anyone ever pushing back against you for whatever reason is like the equivalent of being fucking jumped in an alley like it's it
1: but that is but like that the internet we live on today like that is that is a way to make money like you know we talk about it on the show it happens all the time people playing up their neuroticism and their you know i have trauma because people uh were mean to me like i i I think there's i genuinely some like uh some resentment on her part that yeah. That didn't work out for her. Like, the, the Britney Spears thing is the perfect example because it's such an unforced error. Like, the line is, I'll quote her. She says, My favorite are the people who dismiss any potential harm I might have incurred as justified because I am a, quote, wealthy white woman, unquote. I'm not wealthy. While these same people's hearts positively bleed for Britney Spears. It's like, no one was making you bring that up. No one was making you make yeah. that comparison. And It's like, it's so clear that you have this, like, deep-seated resentment for the fact that no one was, like, not enough people... We're rushing up to, you know, dry your tears and tell you you're a good person because the fucking Gamer Gators or the whoever the people who mob the Hugos or whatever were all up in your mentions. Like, it didn't work out, Lindsay. I'm sorry. But that is, like you yeah. say, Spencer, that's the point where you just got to grow a thicker skin.
0: Yeah, no. I like. Yeah. And Esther, you of all people can fucking, you know, bash <laughs> for this since you've probably, you've probably gotten shit worse. Then Probably. Lindsay. Like you you Lindsay, I don't doubt she gets some pretty nasty harassment, but like, you know, on a fucking scale, like <laughs> you 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 the three weeks where you talking shit about Eternals and last night in Soho was like that was that was <laughs> insane. Like I've never I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. It it was it it was pretty nuts, and you know you weathered it pretty well. You were just like that. These people don't mean anything to me, yeah, because they're thirteen. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like why I don't care what these people think. They're not they're not real to me. And that's just <laughs> that's, what that's, you that's exactly.
1: Do. That's how you gotta treat the internet. Like you gotta be like, listen. First of all, if you don't address it, they'll go away. And it did take them a while, but they did eventually stop. Like, I yeah. haven't gotten a stray DM request that says kill yourself ugly in a couple weeks at least. Um, but also, yeah, you just got to treat it like it doesn't Shit, matter. Shit, mine didn't it go doesn't. through. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to dox me. If they had doxed me, which I was thinking they might do, that'd be a different story. But they didn't. They just yelled yeah. at me for a little bit.
0: Oh, God. Now, the whole The whole post-Gamergate thing of, like, Flame Wars essentially being treated like Vietnam is one of the most just... <laughs> It's so fucking tedious because, you know, for every case you can say that someone's life was genuinely fucked up by, like, internet bullshit, like Isabel Fall or, like, you know, maybe Justine Sacco or something. Like, the the for every case there is, there's a hundred fucking, you know, social climbers who want to cash in on the fact that, you know, they can't deal with the hostile nature of the internet and then, like, kind of weaponize it into this, like, you know, oh... Oh God, I got so much trauma from all this, you know, internet shit. Like it, it, it's just, it's such a disgusting and cynical move, but I, I, I really don't think it's, it's, this is worth dwelling on. It's more of the, it's more of the same shit she did with that hour and a half long fucking video where she refuted all the claims, which she really didn't need to make. Like she really could have just like, yeah. just fucking like rolled on ahead and just been like, eh, yeah. whatever, you know, unforced error. That's uh, the
1: story of Lindsay Ellis. <laughs> Yep.
0: Yeah, you know, when fucking Doug got like a hundred people, like a hundred (laughs) people posting allegations like, hey, your company like made me work in a salt mine for like four (laughs) years. You know what he did? He didn't do shit. He just Mm -hmm. like kinda just like said like yeah, this isn't real, and then just kept on making videos of him yelling at a camera. And you know what? Doug Doug made the right call there. Doug's the better businessman.
1: And he was being deservedly yelled at is the
0: thing. Yeah, much more deservedly yelled at. But he played his cards quite well, and he's still doing fine now. Yeah. So it it's 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 oh god yeah Lindsay unforced error unforced mm-hmm. error but uh back to Toby Turner uh so for the Toby Turner thing uh, we are we select a few we always select a few videos to talk about and uh, we talked uh, we watched um the literal trailer which I gotta say it's like once you get past that fucking you know. Trey Parker as a DreamWorks character voice that he does, which is like possibly the least pleasing sound. Like yeah. it like the the sound of styrofoam scratching up against a chalkboard <laughs> is like is like the it, it it's it's so much better than whatever the fuck Toby Turner is doing.
1: It's the original epic voice, is what it is. It is the original
0: it. fucking epic voice, and it's literally it's not even like particularly original. It's literally just fucking Like, Trey Parker, since I've been watching, you know, a billion years of South Park for those good old-fashioned values, Trey Parker, whenever he's doing a parody of, like, you know, like, 90s alt-rock, like, Pearl Jam-type singing, he does the (laughs) man band voice, and then Toby just, like, makes it more wholesome. It's, it's, that's the only fucking thing, and it's one of the worst noises, I think, a human can make. It's so much, it's so much, like, sonically more displeasing than like Doug singing or whatever. Like I would, I would love to fucking hear Doug sing like an entire operetta before I have to hear another fucking Toby Turner song. But yeah. once you get past that, it's not like the worst thing conceptually we've ever had to talk about. Like it's it's basic, it's it's harmless. It's just dumb internet gaming humor, basically.
1: Yeah, it's and that's the case for I a couple of the couple of his videos that we watched. Um, The other one that was bizarre is um, the one where the title is like, Selena Gomez is kissing Justin Bieber. And the thumbnail is (laughs) a Photoshop picture of them kissing. But then the video is just him like walking down the street doing like a vlog um
0: yeah (laughs) that's cool that's cool to fucking title your video it's like you get to see fucking kate upton's boobs in this one and then just like it's a video of you talking and like on like the fucking streets of williamsburg and just being annoying it's the original
1: like car videos which we'll get we'll talk about with sebuska later. yeah it it is
0: literally yeah, like walking down the fucking like streets of Brooklyn or whatever and talking about some bullshit that happened to you is is just like the more like is the more elegant and classy version of a car video. <laughs> I got to say also well, uh, for, for starters, he does the DreamWorks face a lot, which is to be expected. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't really surprised, but uh, there's a there's a lot of discussion about like age of consent in the Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber <laughs> video yeah like (laughs) i didn't i didn't even choose this one for that reason like he's a he he, he's like he kind of like riffs on that for like like five minutes he talks about how like selena gomez is technically statutory raping justin bieber since she's 18 and he was 16 when this was made and he talks a little about like oh oh how come that's illegal but you know he gets to decide to like do music or whatever like how how come he gets to be a celebrity but it's illegal for him to have sex with a beautiful woman or whatever and then he like men he jokes about having like a a little man boy crush on justin bieber too so yeah yeah yeah, Continue, I mean, that continuing was... the theme of pedophile like oh, oh i'm a pedophile joke yeah right <laughs> it, it just
1: keeps happening every single one of these guys has has a video from like 2011 where they're like hey uh i'm a pedophile <laughs> yeah that, and that's oh man
0: this is yeah i'm filming this from the back of my uh white van you know i got some hostages fucking they <laughs> got some little children fucking tied up uh, off camera you know anyway so uh, let's let's talk about planking it's. it's not, just, speak,
1: yeah, speaking of, by the way, the people who keep asking us to do red letter media, we're not going to do it. I don't think. Um, yeah, but that was I, like I, a fucking top tier example of like. We're just going to cut away from my Star Wars review to women who are tied up in my basement.
0: <laughs> the red letter media one, I might, I might, maybe defend a little bit, just because it's it was kind of funny. When I <laughs> It was, I, I I thought I thought I think that the the red letter media guy who does like Mike is uh is pretty funny so he may he uh. You know, you, you can disagree with what he says about the prequels, and still appreciate, you know, the comedic timing's kind All of right. funny, and you know, yeah. it's better than, you know, what Toby
1: Turner's doing. It's but, better than what Toby Turner's doing for sure.
0: Yeah, no, that that's like that's the that's the original shit. This is this is the uh, this is like the filtered down version of what Red Letter Media is doing, and yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's bad. The the video is insufferable. He does like a hundred different voices in it and all of them sound like he's grooming a fourteen year old and he's Yeah, no, I also didn't know this was his vlog channel or else I wouldn't have chosen it. Like I was just like where did all the where did all the videos of him singing songs about Fortnite go? And then he Yeah, no, it was his vlog channel, which was apparently pretty popular too. So yeah, it's, uh, that's that's what it is. I guess my read on Toby Turner from all of his videos is that he's just like an epic gaming guy. He's not very yeah. interesting. He's annoying he as fucking a... shit. <laughs> he... He's annoying as fucking shit, but he's not that interesting.
1: He didn't even make a movie. Like, we'll get to that in a second, but he's the guy yeah, he... he's, who literally, like, he didn't even, he wasn't that ambitious.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just, he just wanted to like, you know, like make like think geek tie-ins basically. Yeah. And that's, that was his whole deal,
1: and and he, make guest appearances in uh, other YouTube videos, which were just songs about revenge porn.
0: Song such as uh, I I was reading Toby Turner's Wikipedia page before this, and it's like, what the fuck are we even gonna talk about? Like, this is just such like a nothing person. And I saw, it was like, he also appeared on the song "Take Off Your Clothes" like Scarlett Johansson or whatever. And I'm like, oh okay, yeah, this is get get my neurons flowing. Like, let's fucking see what this is. And it it's like. It's possible it's it might be the most evil thing that we've ever had to watch or this cuz <laughs> it's him and like four youtube guys like doing like a rap about like Scarlett Johansson getting fucking revenged porned like that that's the joke and like it's just like oh you need to take off your clothes whore, like Scarlett Johansson did you know <laughs> like yeah. and and then and then the fucking best part is is that like what is it? The fucking best part is that Toby comes in and does a guest rap. Yep. And, like, the rest of it's just kind of, like, taste- tasteless, like, 2010s guy shit. Like, oh, uh, the, the epic sexy nerd lady uh, put, her, you know, her boobies are on the internet. But then Toby turns, like, yo, girl, you're fucking disgusting. Why are you taking <laughs> naked photos of yourself, bitch, cunt? I'll fucking kill you. How can you honestly expect that to go well, you dumb whore? Like, that's just his rap. It's like... It, it, Oh, huh yeah.
1: it's like it's kind of in in concert with do you remember the kendrick lamar verse where he's like girl you're too stupid to go to college <laughs> it's kind of
0: like, yeah it's like how on like every fucking like strip club anthem from like the 2010s like all the choruses would be like ladies the songs for you and then like the guest <laughs> rapper would be like if you do not throw it back for me i'll take out my gun and shoot it so like it, it it yeah he's 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 fucking doing like the roscoe dash verse on this song and it's like god damn dude like how does this keep like we like sampled like 0.3 percent of his oeuvre and like all of it is just talking about like like pedophilia and rape like and, and it's it's like it's it's like a it's like a woody allen type thing where you know we we got to talk about the allegations and it's like with Woody Allen I think like more people would probably think Woody Allen was innocent if like everything else he did wasn't like insanely repulsive yeah like like if you if you didn't accumulate like a body of work yeah. that like corroborates you like like corroborates your accusers like i I think you'd have more plausible deniability it's like Like,
1: how uh, it's like how with hannibal it's like everyone jokes like how do you not you're looking for a cannibal this guy's name is hannibal it's like if, if woody allen didn't want people to believe he was a pedophile he shouldn't have made like 50 movies about being a pedophile yeah
0: he shouldn't have made 50 movies about being a pedophile and he also shouldn't have like like literally dated his daughter like that yeah. that th- those were two things he didn't need to do like if, if he if he if he wanted to kind of dodge those allegations you know if he just dated like adult woman i think more people would be on the woody is innocent train. <laughs>
1: it's so easy to do that
0: yeah it's, it's a very easy to not fucking walk around new york city as a 45 year old and date 17 year old girls who go to nyu like it's it's pretty easy i i you know I constantly am not doing that, It's, it's, (laughs) (laughs) but the fucking, yeah, he, God, no, it's, it's one of those cases where the, you know, even if this man is somehow not guilty of, you know, the allegations leveled against him, which I guess we'll just talk about right now, uh, in 2016, I think 2015 or 16, uh, like. Uh this I think this was pre-me too also. It was pre-me yeah. too, which that's also that's also like a really bad sign. Like if shit came to the surface pre-me too like oh, he's fucking guilty as shit. But uh <laughs> the the you know, like one of his ex-partners wrote a Tumblr post that was just like, yeah, this guy like like just like drugged and raped me. And then a bunch of other like like s- another person corroborated it. And then five other of his exes were like, I don't think he raped anyone, but he, uh, you know, he did cheat on me and he does have a drug problem and he does need help. So I don't believe the allegations, but like, you know, it's, it's not good. It's like everyone fucking came out of the woodworks to shit on this guy, basically. So, and uh, he, he issued a flat denial. And then when me too came around, he posted a video called me too late question mark and kind of talked about how he kind of like went through his side of the story. It's like, oh, she's lying, you know, blah, blah, blah. And again, even if she is not telling the truth and this is a false allegation, I must say he did not make things very easy for himself. Like he did not. He did not make it. He did not make his side easy to believe. Because again, like fucking click, like blindfold yourself and click on a Toby Turner video and he'll be fucking talking about fucking kids or, you know, how revenge porn is just cool and normal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not not addressing it at all for two years is. uh,
0: That's also. Yeah, also a big pro Jared, like only waited a few months pro Jared. (laughs) I think pro Jared played his cards much more wisely, you know, like he kind of waited for the storm to kind of die down. And then he was like, all right. All right. Uh you know, you haven't fucking seen the last of this white boy and then like made a video talking like <laughs> I was framed or whatever. <laughs> like he 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 played his cards very very well. So uh yeah, props to uh Pro Jared in that one extremely specific regard, I guess. Uh <laughs> but uh no he he did not he did not make himself look good there and now i checked on what he's doing now and it's uh it's the uh i think the great american pastime of the 21st century car videos yeah recording videos in your car (laughs) that's what you gotta do. i had a thread with this last night when i was talking with esther and i was talking about like you know everyone's talking about like what people who have been me too, like what they should, what should they be allowed to do basically? Like, should their career just be over? Should they have to disappear forever? Should they allowed to like take a few years off and then kind of come back if they're repentant? Like, you know, like what should like Louis CK or Louis CK or whoever be allowed to do? And, uh, I think the answer is car videos. I think, I think that's what, if you, if you get like in legal, if you get in that type of trouble, I think you should be allowed to, Continue to make stuff as long as it's videos of you in your car yelling about shit. I think I think that's that's the fair compromise. Yeah. I uh the um the only one who understood this I think was Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey who yeah. would just would just drop a car video like every Christmas that would just like make people go like is is like what? <laughs> <laughs> He'll wake up in fucking Twin Peaks and. <laughs> He, yeah, that's what Toby Turner does now. He just uh, he records videos in his car of him yelling about shit. I did not watch any of the car videos. I watched I'll look one at of them. Some, I watched one. What of them. did he say? What was I it like? I watched one that
1: was called "What if Racism Was Canceled? Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> Let's in go. It,
1: in it, he he he's first of all, it's t- like 2020, and he's still doing the epic voice all the time. <laughs> Talking about fucking last
0: soldier on the Japanese island.
1: (laughs) But he's doing like, you know, he's goes off on this like extremely tortured metaphor for why he thinks racism is bad. I love that. He's like, I need to share my perspective on the issue of racism. So that like just 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 to have it down. He's talking about like, what if there were two families um, and they hated each other? but one day they came together on a beach and they actually started cooking food together. And the kids started playing together. It turns out they weren't so different. And to me, that's what racism is like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's literally just the plot of American history. X. Like That's literally just what happens in American history. X. The... <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm looking through some of these titles, like uh manual labor day. There's one where his face looks agonized. <laughs> And it says, "Why not make things better?" <laughs> 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 fucking finally,
1: someone's saying
0: he, it. He's like fucking sweaty as shit. <laughs> just looks, just looks like he's been on a fucking coke bender. Just like, yeah, we, we should be good to each other. Uh, another one called, uh, "Well, audience, it's been real." Parentheses, unless it's a simulation. Like, goddamn, dude, what? he's he's still stuck in 2011. He's yeah. like the eternal man of 2011. <laughs> that 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 is uh pretty it's pretty spectacular stuff i think maybe one day when i'm you know having a fucking psychotic episode i'll take a bunch of like you know take a bunch of like shit i bought bought off no tropics depot and then just like uh put the fucking toby vlogs on the tv just kind of like let myself get pinned to the couch for 12 hours and see what type of psychosis i can give myself But
1: I I, I think I think I have a way for Toby to turn around his rep because we talked with Felix about Ray William Johnson and how he can like revitalize his internet persona. I think I have a way for Toby to do it. And I think he has to become a TikTok guy who talks about uh, ADHD symptoms. Um, Yes. I think. Yes. that, That would fucking save his whole career. He would explode doing that.
0: Yeah, I think absolutely he could talk about ADHD sim- symptoms. You know, maybe he can be like a men can be men can be victims too guy to kind of like bat away the allegations. I think, I think, I think if he turned that into his lifestyle, that would definitely save his career. I think, I think, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a that's a good call. Since I think people on TikTok, you know, since everyone on TikTok's like nine, they are they are they aren't used to the epic voice. You know, it hasn't been like kind of run into the ground. So he can just pull out all of his old tricks, you know, and he'll have like a brand new audience to fucking test this shit out on. Like, that's that's what makes Doug so smart is that he's got like a perpetual cycle of fucking 12 year olds coming. Like, it's it's like a it's like how the cigarette industry needs to keep getting new people hooked to make money. (laughs) Like, Doug's got the fucking like teenagers and Toby just needs to like. Not trying to, you know, court his fucking the fucking like twenty eight year olds that watched him. Now he, yeah. he needs to he needs to learn. So yeah, Toby you should just repost no fact, that
1: uh, Minecraft video that he that we watched yeah. for this, right? Minecraft is bigger than ever.
0: I think yeah, I think you know he could do like something for Fortnite. He could yeah. definitely do something. He could like do with something with Ninja. You know, you know what? I'm extending an offer. If any of the YouTubers we talk about on the show need consultation on how to revitalize their career. <gasps> Like if Fred, if you want to come on or uh, Ryan Higa, if you want to come on, Shane, uh, uh, we'll do it if you give us a couple thousand dollars, the rest can do it for free. Uh, But yeah, if you want to come on and you want us to like, you know, give us a little bit of consultation on how to get your heat back, I think, I think we can, I think we can offer that service to you. I think we've watched enough bad internet shit. We've seen enough rises and falls that I, I think that we can, I think we can we can help out oh oh fuck i was in scrolling through the vlog channel and there's one from four years ago and it's him doing a soy face and you know what the title is what <laughs> north korea sucks <laughs> oh, man. this is awesome this is, this is awesome great. i would love i need to we need to fucking like stream these vlogs and just see like see like if we can get sued for like you know like, giving someone the the brain version of mesothelioma. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Uh, so, the, the, the gimmick of this season, and the reason why we've been fucking, like, going for 35 minutes without talking about it is because the gimmick of this season is YouTube stars trying to make it in traditional media. And that's sort of, that's sort of, it's, it follows a familiar pattern. The first three that we talked about has the star inserting themselves into, uh, you know inserting themselves into a real movie they get like a little star vehicle basically and it's usually just a disney channel movie about a man child but you know it's 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 how you it's it's you know it, it's that it's it follows a similar mold to like you know when disney stars want to make it in movies or whatever it, it's it's very uh they all follow a very similar pattern ray was a little different since he was kind of like a behind the camera guy but it, it's still it's still kind of his baby this was not that. Mm-hmm. This was not anything I was expecting. Uh the movie we talked about is new low, and the reason we chose it is because on the Wikipedia page for Toby Turner's filmography, uh it's it lists him as a main role in the movie, which is which is
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's uh that's definitely some that's inflating it's his generous presence a little it's bit. It's very generous. That's generous. He gets third billing, but that's because, or third or fourth billing, but that's because there's like two people in this movie. (laughs) And uh, yeah, New Low is actually not a, uh, you know, a Disney Channel movie about a man-child learning that he needs to have sex with Carrie from Mythbusters. It is a mumblecore movie about a (laughs) man-child learning he needs to have sex with Carrie from Mythbusters. And it uh, premiered at Sundance because a fucking course. It premiered at Sundance. Oh yes. And it is actually, it is actually the brainchild of someone named Adam Bowers. Bowers, who uh, he he's made a couple of these movies. Like he's made New Low. He's made Paperback, and I think he made like a TV series too. And yeah, this was sort of a very, very obscure little independent movie. And you know, when I saw when I saw that when I saw that it played at Sundance and when I saw that, you know, like it had like some positive reviews from like Variety or whatever, like positive film festival reports, I was like, is this going to be like a real movie? Like is this going to be like, you know, like kind of okay? Like I was really I was really worried that, you know, this wouldn't be that bad or anything. Like this would just be kind of like a fucking Uh, boring Sundance movie like it would just be like you know me and Earl and the dying girl or some bullshit like that Uh, and uh, I did not need to worry at all because this is this is insane this is like truly like this is like everything bad about Sundance and mumblecore and independent filmmaking and the digital filmmaking revolution all compressed into like in unwatchable singularity mm-hmm. uh, is it, it it it's truly beyond belief like i i the best way i can describe it is like imagine you're one of those guys whose like favorite movies like her four favorite movies on letterboxd is like empire strikes back lord of the rings fucking infinity war or whatever this is like what i think they think all independent movies are <laughs> like <laughs> I think that's what they think. It, it's like a mix of that and the experimental film described in the They Might Be Giants song. It's <laughs> I, I, it's like literally any, imagine like anything bad about a Sundance movie off the top of your head, like any bad stereotype and then amplify it up to two to 300,000. <laughs> that's new low. Yeah,
1: this it's, is, uh, it, it's, it's, the, the the one thing I couldn't get out of my head while watching it because you, you have this guy Adam Bowers who wrote and directed yeah. and produced and stars as the main role and his presence is very much like Woody Allen on Xanax. He is the most yeah. like low energy fucking. Not even nerd. on
0: Xanax, like like Woody Allen with like like a ball of cotton in his mouth. <laughs> like, like not even like appropriately zand out. Just like he's just got like like his fucking throat is swollen <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like yeah. uh let, let me try and convey his comedic delivery so i'm going to read the uh opening monologue from annie hall and do it and try like try and do it in his, his voice there's a there's a old joke uh to two elderly women are at a uh catskills mountain resort and one of them says uh you know boy, boy the food this place really really terrible and uh the other one, yeah, you know, uh, says, uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I know. It's such, uh, such, such small, such, such small por- por- portions. Yeah. Want to have sex? That is, that is the best way I can describe yeah. his comedic delivery. Because, like, all the fucking... All the fucking reviews for this on Amazon and like Variety or whatever were like, it's like a, it's like Woody Allen in a t-shirt or
1: whatever. <laughs> and I was like,
0: okay, okay, that sounds interesting. You know, I, I'm not, yeah. I disagree with Esther on this. I actually kind of like Woody Allen's, uh, Woody Allen's, you know, like early pedophilia, early, <laughs> you know, early. <laughs> I, I, I like uh, fucking Purple Rose of Cairo Ky- and Annie Hall a lot. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe this will be like. A shitty Sundance movie, but at least it'll be, like, you know, maybe funny or something. Or maybe it'll have, like, a funny performance. Uh, it's not. Um, I wrote down on my phone. I took so many fucking notes on this. It's, I, I wrote down on my phone every time there was a joke that I liked. Uh, the first one was 33 minutes in. And it involves a guy playing guitar on uh, on the couch. And he's playing guitar and he sucks. And uh, Adam like whispers into a girl's ears like oh, this guy sucks. And then what she does is she just like walks up to the guy and just tells him that he said that. I <laughs> uh, that 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 made me chuckle. Uh, the mm. second joke was uh was sixty eight minutes in. I really forget what the joke was. Um, but I think I did laugh at it. Uh, you know, so just hey. take my word for it. Cool. I did. Yeah, there, there was a. <laughs> second one that i left at you know sure uh and yeah i also laughed a third time but not intentionally i did like an unironic spit take because uh adam Bowers' character calls a suicide hotline about an hour in like you know most of it's just him being bad at getting pussy and then he like you know gets dumped by like the nerd girl and he calls a suicide hotline and when I when that scene came up, I literally like, I actually did like a like a fucking cartoon spit take. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, "There's no goddamn way this is happening." Yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: That scene is like an okay comedic premise. Um. Yeah. It's one of the only okay, comedic actually, premises in the whole. Movie. That's
0: the other joke I laughed at. The other joke I laughed at was when he he calls the suicide hotline. And like the person on the other end isn't is nice to him, and he like asks out the girl on the suicide hotline. That was actually, that is actually pretty pretty. That's a pretty good bit. It would yeah. be it would be better if fucking the 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 laffy taffy machine Ryan Reynolds wasn't doing it, but you know it's 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 a good premise. You know that one was definitely worth keeping. Uh, so I guess we should have to mention Toby Turner since he is in this. He's like, he's like the, uh... Barely. Comic relief yeah. friend.
1: He's, he's the best friend. He shows up in like five scenes just so that the main character can have someone to talk to who isn't one of the two girls he's pursuing in the movie. Uh, yeah. He's just very transparent. And he's the kind of character, uh, who will be like, uh, the main character will be like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, what would you do? And he'll say something like, uh, oh, I'd probably uh drink a beer and go have fun (laughs) like
0: (laughs) you're like i wouldn't be you or whatever yeah 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 Yeah, he's he's like the supportive friends like you do suck but for real you need to grow a bit as a person (laughs) like that type that type of like that type of indie archetype basically and you know what i hate to say it but of the four main characters in this movie i think i hated myself the least when toby was on screen (laughs) I don't want to say he was good or even watchable in this, but, like, he seems to have, like, a basic understanding of how to deliver lines for the camera. And, like, he, he seems to, like, know what acting is. Like, he he seems to have, like, you know, the, understand the abstract concept of acting. So, whenever he was on screen, I was like, oh, oh thank God, it's am getting tortured, like, four to five percent less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, one thing that's important to understand about this movie as well is that it looks insane. Um, it was shot on DV yeah! like tape, um, it, so it it looks like fucking Inland Empire, but I looked it up. It
0: literally looks like The Blair Witch Project. <laughs> it
1: does, but I looked it up. They, on IMDb, it says they used a 35mm adapter for the DV camera, which all it does is it makes it, you know, with some fancy terminology, basically what they say is it just makes it look like a real movie. <laughs> So you have this movie that looks so fucking grainy and shitty. It looks like they've, you know, found it in a gutter. Um, But it, like, has this weird fucking filmic sheen. And by the way, this movie is not available in HD. It came out in 2010. You could only watch it in 480p.
0: Yeah, that would be excusable if it came out in, like, 2000. But (laughs) it came out in 2010. Like, what was the creative choice? Because, like... I assume they just used a digital video for like you know like they used the really cheap TV to save money. Yeah. Because you know it's it's fucking cheaper to shoot on like uh on digital, and I guess it's like well maybe they couldn't afford to like rent a like a red or something, so you know they just use like a flip video camera. But the thirty five millimeter convert, why even bother with that? Like why, why even bother? I don't. That's like extra. Just get like literally just get like a fucking like canon camera or something that can shoot in like 720p like it <laughs> it won't look good but it will look like a fucking office max commercial instead of like this that literally looks like one of those dogma 95 video like dogma 95 movies yeah it, it's it i it's like the real only charge the movie has is the weird tension between the fact that it is a totally unremarkable sundance movie and the like fact that it literally looks like Inland Empire like you expect like you expect like like a creature to come out of the woods (laughs) and like kill one of the characters the
1: movie like the movie doesn't functionally exist and it feels like yeah so there's this review on IMDB of this movie that first of all in the title calls it Woody Allen meets the Big Bang Theory Uh, so there's another one (laughs) (laughs) yeah First sentence of this review says, I caught this. I caught this on some strange new channel called Snag Films on my Sanyo smart television. Like, that's the only place you oh, can see this movie. Fuck off. <laughs> it's some, like yeah. fucking. You oh, know. I watched
0: it on my Grubble. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was working. I was, with my, I was on my WeWork cube. I was on my WeWork cube. And, you know, I was uh, surfing through uh, uh, Gorble. You know, I was looking through all these movies called like uh chillax and uh late night and you know there was this one called new low and yeah it it was really you know it, it was really like if uh woody allen was really into portal merch like that that that's really that's something yeah. i really fucking want to see yeah. the amount of positive reviews this got was genuinely like it, it was hurting my head <laughs> like okay i i i I've gotten into Andy with this a bunch, but, like, I really hate the movie Detective Pikachu. Like, it's, <laughs> like, like bottom ten of all time for me. Everyone thinks I'm fucking insane for that. They're like, oh, it's, it's not a big deal. It's literally, like, if I had to make a list of, like, the ten worst movies I'd ever seen, it would probably be on there along with, like, Epic Movie or whatever. But, uh, you know, I get why it got so many positive reviews. Like, I, I understand in abstract why it did. If you go on this film's Wikipedia page, which I'm surprised even fucking exists, uh it it has it got positive reviews. Uh the A V club commented sharp, witty, frequently laugh out loud, funny. Who 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 wrote that? That Who at the fucking A V Club? That was Scott fucking-
1: Vondoviak, according to the movie's official website. I'm looking through all these reviews, by the way. All of the links to them are broken. They don't exist anymore.
0: <laughs> Independent Film Quarterly said, easily containing some of the best film writing and dialogue over the past few years. What? Uh, like, it overall? says, it looks like a. Like, New Low looks and feels like a Woody Allen penned script filtered through a Slacker era Richard Linklater visual sensibility. What? Okay. No Richard Linklater film looks like this. Like, I don't consider Richard Linklater to be, like, one of the great formalists ever, but, like, his movies don't look at all... Like, they don't look like they were... They're fucking live-streamed onto a website that you'd need to use Tor to access. Like, they, they look like movies. And, like, the Woody Allen comparisons are also fucking insane to me because the only real comparison to it is that there's a pedophile in it and that also... That also, you know, it's about a guy who kind of sucks, but, like, that's it. Like, Woody Allen, okay, like his films, don't like his films. Woody Allen's got, like, a very specific thing. Like, he's he he he's got this very specific mix of, like, you know, this, like, kind of Jewish comedy and then this sort of, like, you know, nerdy intellectualism. Like, he, he likes classic you know set up and punchline jokes and he really likes you know jazz and classical and ingmar bergman or whatever he, he's got like his own little hermetic world and whenever people make comparisons to it it's usually just because it's a movie that looks like it was made for the cost of a sandwich and woody allen also like again understands like like again even if you don't think he's funny he understands like jokes like as an abstract concept like he understands that, like when you tell a joke, you're supposed to modulate your voice in certain ways to help with the delivery, or that there's supposed to be a punchline, or at least you know, like a bit to it. Whereas, like all of the humor in this movie is just a guy just going like, "So yeah, you know, I'm I like to, when you know, I'm just it's uh, like being a, yeah. being a girl, you know." It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every you
1: know. line. This movie has this weird screenplay thing that a lot of these types of movies have, where, like, every every scene is a conversation between the male main character and the female love interest, and the woman will just say something, and then the guy will, like, make a joke... Uh, and then the scene just continues like he didn't make a joke like she won't react to it it's just like yeah. it's this bizarre like a uh, 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 chemistry issue where like yeah the girl will say like God, oh, how are you liking the party and he'll say like ah oh, this makes me want to kill myself and she'll be like and she's like yeah. yeah i love it too
0: <laughs> <laughs> like at least woody allen knew that like when you do that you kind of have to like turn to the camera or something and kinda of wink at the audience so you know it's not actually part of the story. Yeah. Whereas it's like it it's like if it's like if the in fucking Annie Hall during the Marshall McLuhan scene he brought out Marshall McLuhan. He was just like, this is, well, you know, we're going talk about Marshall McLuhan, you know, well uh, yeah <laughs> and then the movie just continued with Marshall McLuhan just standing in the corner. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. It it is it, it, it does like, you know you know how I was searching for about 40 minutes of the movie of, like, who the big actor comparison is for this? And part of me said Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds has got, like, kind of a peppier and more animated thing. Hmm. Uh, so it wasn't a I actually think what I was looking for was Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., like, whenever he's – especially when he's playing Iron Man and trying to be, like, you know, like, do quips. He has this thing where he says the quip and then he kind of trails off. And you know kind yeah. of like maybe stammers and speed talks a little bit like it's it, it sounds like he's kind of coming up with it on the spot and then he realizes, yeah. it, realizes it sucks that's exactly and... what it is
1: because those movies were just like you know those first two iron man movies were all improv basically <laughs> and then when they yeah. got like super script controlled he had to keep pretending because that was the character as though he was just coming yeah. up with it and he couldn't do it his performance yeah, it... fucking sucks
0: It's got, it's got the, it's, this really reeks of, like, bad improv, which, again, Mm. you know, this is, this is going to very quickly turn into the number one Woody Allen fandom podcast with all the (laughs) positive comparisons I have to make, but, like, again, Woody Allen, like, he, he wrote scripts, he, he doesn't usually write more than one draft, and they're not always good scripts, you know, I'd, I'd rather watch another fucking Tobuscus video than Midnight in Paris again, but. (laughs) Like, he he knows that, you know, if you're going to do comedy, only, like, really fucking talented people who have an enormous amount of chemistry together can do, like, improv really well. Like, you really need, like, you really need, like, two people at the top of their game who are fully cued into something to do improv, and then... Even then, you really, it's editing room is so important for improv too. Like if you've ever seen the Eric Andre show, they record for like two hours of a time and it makes for like five minutes of content. That's, that's how important it is where this feels like they were like making extra footage as they were like, as they were premiering the movie, like they were like sneaking on. They were like adding shit in the fucking Steinbeck room while the movie was playing at Cannes like Wong Kar Wai. Oh uh, man, let's see. What else? What else did I? What else did I write? This also is very like Noah Bombaki. Like it's very sure upset. Yeah, uh, it's very you know like oh you know God, it sucks being uh, uh, being a writer in my town or whatever. But it's it's much it's much worse than that. uh There's kind of like a like a Vincent Gallo like self hating narcissism thing too. Like the the main character of this movie sucks so much. Mm. Like. Oh, my god. like he he is the guy that every fucking woman on Twitter describes dating. Like he's <laughs> he just he sucks in every conceivable way. And, like, he kind of knows it. So like, you know, all the characters will be like, "Well, your' dicks trash or whatever." But then he he doesn't seem to get like what makes him so uniquely terrible is that he's like a pathological liar and evil and not <laughs> that he's just like kind of awkward. Like it's got that it's got that like kind of it's like Vincent Gallo without the talent, basically. Uh other than that, uh oh, something that's really cool about this movie that I do recommend if you're gonna watch this movie for, please always watch the background extras in any scene because they're like bad at being extras. <laughs> like <laughs> like they, they don't they don't know how to be like You know when you're, like, you know how extras, like, they kind of, like, have to not draw attention to themselves? But these people look like the fucking, like, inflatable tube men just kind (laughs) of flailing around in the back. It's also because the movie's, like, shot really badly. Like, it's, like, he doesn't understand, like, the rule of thirds or blocking. So, like, 45% of the screen is just two out-of-focus extras, like, pantomiming a human conversation. It... That that I was like amusing for me to just kind of watch like these people who just clearly like just yelled at them like yeah pretend to uh pretend to be talking and you know they just didn't know what to fucking do so they just <laughs> they just standed around and waved.
1: He should have asked Toby for advice because in all those all those literal trailers, Toby's always like ah uh, this is a medium shot <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like, yeah the fucking Assassin's Creed trailer. Um, yeah
0: toby understands film grammar like he he, toby should have fucking directed he should have made a movie
1: it's insane that he didn't make a movie
0: yeah it's he if he wanted to fucking you know do this fucking shitty mumblecore shit at least the toby version of this movie i hate to say this probably would have been a bit more competent (laughs) (laughs) i'd also want to see toby uh, toby do like uh, a uh like an honest trailer for this is like here's an annoying guy talking with a jewish woman and there's another one but he's not good at it (laughs) Uh, and yeah the whole plot of this movie is just like this guy has to choose between whether he wants to date like a jewish woman who sucks or lisa simpson (laughs) the the classic the classic scenario you know it's a dilemma we all go through yeah yeah guys who can relate you know like we we all we all gotta go between like you know dating fucking the meaner version of elaine may and a new leaf or or like you know a bookworm girl who tries to make you do like activism we all fucking we all we all have to deal with that shit and everyone's talking about how amazing the lisa simpson girl is and she's just like the most like, uh, no disrespect to the actress, but like the most nondescript person I've ever <laughs> described. She's like a background extra at a fucking DSA meeting, and that there's like her whole thing's like, oh, she's so good because she cares about other people and goes to like Habitat for Humanity and shit. And it's yeah, like, that's
1: oh, the well. thing. It's like the 2010s, con- the 2010 concept of of what a activist was is like she goes to meetings of the feminist club and she picks up trash by the highway, <laughs> like.
0: yeah Yeah. like fucking bet midler in that simpsons episode the 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 part they're so great when like he's hanging out in her apartment and there's literally just like a sign that just says like feminist month or whatever (laughs) in it (gasps) oh god and the fucking other girl the fucking uh jewish woman is is the actress jewish she 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 looks like italian I I don't I don't want to get into fucking go either way yeah I don't want to get into like fucking like uh phrenology on this (laughs) podcast but she she looks she looks more 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 uh Jersey Shore than Manhattan though I gotta say I think that just might be a problem of the fucking digital video because it makes everyone's skin tones look like they got like a spray on tan like at first I was like damn there was a lot of like you know fucking you know jersey shore bad tan fashion in this but then yeah. but then i fucking <laughs> realized that it's just like the digital video makes everyone look jaundiced yeah so it those it, cameras that's, couldn't that's,
1: capture light like <laughs> that, that's, yeah this is a major feature of them and then you stuck a fucking 35 millimeter adapter onto the lens too of course they're all gonna look disgusting
0: yeah, all the people look horrible in this. I also really love the scenes where they have to shoot at night. Like, since they don't light it at all. They don't yeah. even do like some kind of like background like, you know, lighting. It, it just it's just pure inky blackness lit with the grain of the camera. It really does like the Inland Empire comparison really kicks into fucking high gear in those. And I also love There's there's so many just like bad filmmaking decisions on this like there's also like walking shots but they don't steady the camera at all or don't have a dolly so or they don't even get someone who's particularly good at walking backwards (laughs) so they just have like two people talking and then fucking like Toby will just be like you know you're 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 ugly as shit and you suck but you know like oh let me be real with you. You got a good heart, and then there's just someone like like tr- like dodging a bunch of branches and the fucking like holding the camera. I, I, I really can't emphasize enough how like uniquely inept this movie is. It really, stuff like this really makes me sympathetic to the fucking people like Sean Baker who or, or whoever who's just like, dude, like, film. Film was just like the death of good movie making, you know, film, no one does like films terrible. Like I'm not that actually, but like whenever I fucking see a movie like this, I'm just like, you know, maybe he's spitting a little, maybe he's spitting a little bit of fact.
1: (laughs) It is nice that we're out of the era where we had to pretend that these movies were like good and we're like, this is the future of filmmaking. The future of filmmaking yeah. is—you'll be able to buy a camera for thirty-five dollars and make a movie where nothing happens, and it's great because anyone can do it. Um, and now yeah. we're out of that, and you know, filmmaking is fucking priced out to you know basically yeah. anyone who's like dad didn't win an Oscar. Um, yeah, but we don't have to now watch everything, the shit
0: anymore. Yeah, now everything now everything looks like a college student trying to do Moonlight. Basically, <laughs> that's the new new hip look, which you know, gotta say. Say what you will. It's a market improvement on whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> At least they're like, yeah, we can put one or two colors in this, and they're like, we can put, you know, we can we can like use a tripod or a dolly <laughs> or something. That <laughs> I will say, you know, I did joke about how this movie has like a budget of like three dollars, but. There's a lot of like licensed music in this. There's a, there's a lot of music in this that like was like I recognize fucking Andrew Jackson Jihad in this. Are they? So, re-
1: I didn't pick that up. Yeah, Weird. Andrew
0: Jackson Jihad. There's a there's an AJJ song in this, and uh, I gotta say that's that's it's. <laughs> a match made in heaven if you're gonna if you're gonna put you're gonna make a whiny fucking movie about you know being like oh i don't know to date the the epic wifey or the uh the smart girl you know if you can put whiny folk punk about having bipolar disorder over that's a that's that's some canny that's some fucking canny soundtracking all the Uh, all the music
1: sounds like what is what i imagine to be playing inside the heads of mountain goats fans when they're not listening to music
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it sounds like we fucking talked about this on Good Old Fashioned Values, but like the reason why the Mountain Goats are good in every other folk music after like 1970 is so terrible. Is that like the fucking like Mountain Goats guy like had the most fucked up life in existence and like reads books. So he's (laughs) like he's like a type of guy that doesn't exist anymore, like a dude who grew up addicted to meth and then like got an English lit degree. So his music's very like literate. Whereas, like, all other folk punts, like, sometimes it gets sad because girls aren't nice, and that's why it's bad when girls are mad. And, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all of the fucking soundtrack of this. And other than that, God, it's I, I could just go on fucking listing all of the stupid just bad movie making bullshit in this like i like i sent esther a text at like four in the morning when i was watching this all (laughs) caps what the fuck is this movie (laughs) because it truly beguiles you like i'm used to bad fucking sundance movies but like this is like this is like a new tier that's been unlocked of bad sundance filmmaking like it's it's you you could convince me like you could convince me that I was fucking missing something. Like, that he was, like, up to some, like, formal gamemanship that I just wasn't getting because of how inept it was. <sighs> Let's see. What else? Oh, there's a part where uh, he talks about dating a Jewish woman. And then Toby's like, yeah, she's like Hitler. A Jewish Hitler.
1: <laughs> a fucking epic. I can't believe yeah. he said that.
0: Yeah. Can you, even, can you even say that?
1: Is he allowed to say that?
0: That's, like, the only joke that has any kind of, like, edge to it that isn't just, like, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. This is, like, a very
1: uh, sanded-down movie compared to everything else we've watched. This- this movie, yeah, the other jokes th- this the other jokes is, just like, like, um, it's, like, uh, the version that Toby would have made is, like, the Shane Dawson movie we watched, and this movie is, like, the alternate mo- version of the Shane Dawson movie that was made for that. Yeah,
0: show. yeah. It's just everyone just going like, so yeah, things are getting a little happeny around here. (laughs) Whereas like every other movie we've had to watch is just like, what if you were getting raped and then you shitted? (laughs) That's the which oh what if you farted? Come, yeah. Oh, speaking of speaking of rape, uh, there is a there there's a plot point in this movie that like like I genuinely kind of offended me because like you know there there's the kind of you know will he or won't he cheat on like he's dating the nerd girl but he kind of reconnects with you know you know the the jewish gremlin girl and he he like reconnects with her and hangs out with her a little bit and then he gets like really drunk and like blackout drunk and then he wakes up like oh no what did i do and i'm just like that that's that's rape like yeah. that, that he just got raped here and like there's like that's not it's not even like a oh she was drunk too thing or whatever. Like there's an extended montage of a her perfectly sober like trying to like trying to fuck him and like pull him into bed while some like fucking folk punk song plays. I yeah yeah. um, All the reviews this is call se- this
1: movie heartwarming by the way. <laughs>
0: like there's a part where he's like kind of explaining to like the Lisa Simpson girl it's like I didn't cheat on you I was really drunk and she was like well you should have known that would have happened it's like he I'm on his side here like yeah. I, I I hate to be on this fucking guy's side but he literally he literally just got raped like that's just what happened
1: yeah <laughs> yeah well, we're like, fucking too. It's like that fucking Tabuscus rap verse in that song. It's like this is this is just this is what he thinks. and I think he probably shared that with the film's director. His perspective on you know what happens when you're sexually violated.
0: Yeah, you know if you're really drunk, you know you kind of deserve what's coming. Is his thought process? Yeah. Oh man, no, it's that's we're two for five for like woman on male rape in these. Oh
1: think- my god, we are
0: yeah we're two for five like okay, we there's so many recurring trends in these fucking videos but like i did not expect like like you know men getting comedically raped to be one of them uh it does it, it yeah it, it, it's really fucking uncomfortable to even like think about how just like until like three years ago like it was just like yeah you know guys can't get raped at all by woman yeah like that was just the that was the fucking consensus it's more than a little disgusting but it's yeah this this uh it happens in this movie do we have anything else to talk about in this nothing of a film
1: no it is it is you know it is the most like absent of any like value or content even really of anything we've watched yeah. this season it's just nothing it, it functionally yeah. doesn't exist it doesn't even have opening like production company logos that's how little well, this what movie do we, exists
0: what do we so let's go more into like what we think the uh since since we haven't had a ton to talk about let's go more into what we think the toby turner directed and like the toby turner vehicle version of this like toby decides he wants to make like a sundance movie like I can see like the scenes of him like dating the woman instead of folk punk, they would play like pop punk. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure there would be, you know, maybe Genre some like, synth of poppy the stuff.
1: Molesters everywhere. Pop punk.
0: Yeah, pop punk, and maybe some like some like you know more discount pop songs like fucking like Cascada or Darude <laughs> instead of Jay Sean. <laughs> uh, there would be a lot more like farting and burping. And yeah. like shitting, there's a I little think he burping. he would be more of
1: like a man child, like they kind of allude to him, yeah. you know, like him being, oh, you can't grow up. But really, he's just like a guy who sucks. I think the yeah. Toby version would be like he would be playing video games and like he would have a slice of pizza just on his chest. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, like so, like the Sundance archetype of a man child is like the thirty year old, seventeen year old. Whereas yeah. in most of these, it's like the thirty year old, six year old. <laughs> and I think that's what Toby would do. He would be like, you know, eating pizza. And he would get into more like hijinks in the like in, in when he's like trying to do charity work. Like he, he would like maybe like accidentally like poop on a homeless person or something. <laughs> we're like we're like Adam Boers was just like, you know, he was at like bombs not there was like food not bombs and he was just like, Yeah, bombs, you know, uh not not good food better than bombs, not good food bombs, yeah. yeah. Whereas like Toby would just be like, oh, I'll tell you, one time I wanted the food, not bombs. Well, I I dropped a bomb in a toilet after I ate a burrito <laughs> once. That would be that would be his take on it. I think uh, I think I don't I can't imagine the the uh, the Jewish girl being like even more like bitchy and awful than she is in this movie. Like there is a real current of like venom towards this girl in the movie that exists. But I think she would be like even more like she would be more maternalistic. Most yeah. of most of the women in these movies have like a like a. Like you're like a kind of motherly vibe to them, and this girl is just kind of like like a like kind of a girl who sucks. And I think she would be a girl who sucks, but in a mom way. Uh, I think she would, the be like woman... the,
1: she would be like the epic gamer girlfriend too, because like part of yeah. all the thrust of this movie is that the guy is torn between like Oh, this girl is like I get along with her because we're both kind of like shitty. But then there's the girl who represents like the better version of what it could be, which fucking is stupid and crazy on its own. But definitely in the Toby version, she would be like, um she would have epic gamer tits and she would yeah, eat him in gamer Call of tits, Duty. Yeah.
0: Call of Duty. She'd be eating Cheetos, you know, like the Mountain Dew. She'd have the whole like Cheetos, Mountain Dew setup. Yeah. She and, would burp yeah, really think...
1: loudly and Toby would be like, Wow, but you're a girl.
0: Yeah, she'd be like wearing like fucking. She would like have like full makeup on, but she'd be wearing like sweatpants too. So you know that she's hot, but she's like a hot in a slacker way. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. she might be a redhead. She'd probably be a redhead. Oh yeah, Redheads she's carry from Mythbusters, like you keep saying. Yeah, yeah. No, th- that that I think would be I think would be her vibe. I think the uh, I think the activist girl would be like a more like, you know, she would probably say something that's like video games. What are you twelve? She would have more of that going on. I, I think yeah. I think there would I think there would be a lot more gaming. I also think it would really let uh Toby kinda do like a proto-Taika Watiti thing where he just gets to shtick <laughs> it up all over the place. Yeah. Like Toby would be like singing every other line or something. Yeah. Like that that they would they would really let Toby kind of cut loose with his comic persona.
1: He would show up in like different role like they'd be doing like a food drive for the homeless and he would show up in costume as like a different like the an epic homeless guy. Who'd yeah the bands or something
0: yeah he would he would have like a bunch of um he would do multi parts there would probably be like a musical number or something like there would probably be like some like karaoke thing where you know someone's fucking singing the smiths or some bullshit and then he gets up on he gets up on stage and it's just like well now uh, i love call of duty and i love doing no scopes <laughs> you know that I can't help it when call of it dirty. like that type of <laughs> there would definitely be some of that yeah and i think uh i think his friend would probably be played by like another youtuber you know like i yeah, think I think, I think i think they'd get like shane dawson or something though and having having shane dawson be the comic relief is like or be like the straight man both of those are just that's that's hellish it's a role reversal that's,
1: it's you don't expect it that's why it's great yeah
0: it's like the world's end that Edgar Wright movie, you know, when they switched it up with uh when they switched it up with Simon Fro- Simon Peg and Nick Frost, you know, it would be the yeah. exact same as that. <laughs> <laughs> Just no no difference whatsoever. God. <sighs> God. I really I really do kind of I am fascinated by this movie. I will say, I will I have to give it points for being like a more intriguing object. Like, we say it's a nothing movie, and it is, but it also, it does kind of fascinate me in certain ways that, like, the Fred movie or the uh, Shane Dawson movie doesn't. Because it, it sort of represents the nadir of a really popular type of filmmaking from about 10 years ago. And I think that this deserves to be preserved as, like, a cultural object. Like, it, it, sort, of, it sort of, it heralds the end of the Sundance boom. I really do feel like it, it it's like it it feels like the the wheels are really falling off the wheels are really coming off the wagon there and I I think that this movie is an important an important snapshot of a terrible era is what I will say. Yeah. I think I think yeah, I think that you know, we we kind of need to keep around the the dreck from fads that have passed. We need we need to study it to make sure that we don't over romanticize the past and also you know also remember remember to never make these mistakes again
1: yeah that's that's a nice way to to go out i think
0: yeah i think so yeah no i think i think that i think so so uh folks i am sorry that there wasn't much toby in this but the thing (laughs) is toby is just not that interesting i was really hoping that you know he would have some truly insane shit but like even with, like, all the allegations and shit, he, he's just not a very interesting figure. He was really important, so we had to talk about him. But I'm glad we did get to venture into a kind of a parallel thing with Sundance movies. So, yeah, yeah you know, we're branching out a little bit. But <laughs> next week, we will be thoroughly back in manchild bullshit territory. Oh, yes. Next week, we are, we are going back. We are playing the hits again, you know? <laughs> and... We're also jumping forward a little bit in time, too. I think we're kinda we're kinda like hopping around the season. In this one, we're doing the most recent YouTube star of the ones we plan to cover. Mm-hmm. So join us next time uh for something else. <laughs> bye bye. See ya.